Guys, shut the fuck up. Thank you. Oh, that crap. <laughs> Here we are again. Hey, We're well, back. well, cheers, everybody. Uh -huh. well, welcome, Blake, to the show. <laughs> oh, hey, welcome, Blake. Cheers. cheers. Blake is back. <laughs> Hello. God, Round two. The, the fight. shitty situation. Huh? I was about to say the shit taker. <laughs> Actually, well, but, that's, but that's the big thing we need to start off with is you are no longer in the septic service. Yeah, I am a retired septic shitter pooper. The other thing that so, we need to start off so with. So your number two is no longer his priority. Correct. Right. Very much. We are also down two people, but Blake has a big enough personality to fill both of them. Easily. He could do the whole room if he wanted to. I, I, you know I, what? I'm going to say it because they're not here. They're not, they're not here, so I'm going to say it. They, he has twice the better personality on top of it. Oh. oh. So sweet. You ever hear the bit? I mean, I know. We love them. <laughs> well, I know, but not as much as him. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> I know, I just showed up. Emotional damage. Where's your What's surprising is that he's not talking about himself. He's actually talking about somebody else. I know. Oh. It's amazing. There's still emotional damage. Oh. Got a good amount of friends here. Right. <laughs> now we're all stuck in the basement drinking beer and just playing with ourselves. Is it stuck? Is it stuck in the basement? Kind of. No, not stuck. I think I'm we're stuck between I... two people here, so I can't really move. So I just pee on the couch. You can jump, you can jump <laughs> yes. over the couch. And... The best part is the bathroom's yeah, right there, and one time Max just let a stink bomb loose and came out, and he even sprayed the spray. No, no. <laughs> not, like, that was before the podcast even started recording. Did not. I just went in there, and I was like, I have to shit so bad, otherwise I would not do Couldn't this. go upstairs into any of the other two bathrooms upstairs, and the guess, rest of the time down here it stunk. would have followed him. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah, it would have It just would have made its way downstairs. Mm -hmm. You cannot get away from those types that, of shit. You probably would have blown out the ceiling again. <laughs> <laughs> so real quick, before we get officially, officially start, well, getting officially, officially started. Welcome to the Bartels Podcast. Thank you, Snowtown Brewery, for the brew. It is delicious. Yes, it I is. love your growlers of stuffs. I'm actually um, unhappy I didn't have this yesterday. Tonight, um, Louise and Trevor are not here, but we have Blake here, as we have mentioned. Hello. Um, he was on season two, I think. Yeah, season yeah. two, because yeah. that's when we had our first guests. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and he was the first. Longtime friend. We love him so much. And after this, we're all going to head to the bar at 502 Third Street and proceed to drink because it's our buddy Andy's birthday. Yeah. And, uh, oh, please follow us on social medias at Bar Tools Podcast and email us at gmail.com. If you have any topics or ideas for the show, we're running out of them, so we need them. So please email us and tell us you want to hear us talk about certain things. And I looked at something, I want to point this out, while I was, so I was editing the other episode before you guys got here, uh -huh. and I was looking through the analytics, and lately our numbers have kind of been dropping, like we're only getting about 30 views per episode, except for episodes with titles like Pain Olympics, OnlyFans, if there's porn or sex in the title, or any form of bodily harm. All the other ones that have like weird normal names like Grandfather Clock and stuff. 20 30 views but then random ones in the middle have 40 or 50 and they say only fans or porn or so something apparently we need to make fucking weird titles <laughs> apparently no, we need know. to make blatantly yeah. disgusting titles otherwise people will not listen just bring to on that clickbait just super not related to the podcast whatsoever <laughs> yeah gotcha bitch <laughs> max lost his balls right just something random. <laughs> raccoon's tickle 
Okay, so how long ago did you quit the septic service? Uh, it was last year, April, on my third year anniversary. So year one into pandemic, mm-hmm. you left. Well, I was there three years total. Right. And then, uh, but yeah, it was just right after the pandemic, uh, 2021, I guess. Yeah, it's 22 now. Yeah, I was uh, coming into April, wasn't feeling it anymore. I've been there for three years. I never got very much raises or anything. My coworkers still... I chat with him to this day. He actually officiated my wedding. Yes, and, uh, I remember and, that. And uh, yeah, and so I still chat with him and stuff and a lot of people. And I actually crashed their Christmas party last year. <laughs> Is and, it a crashing <laughs> if you were invited? I didn't get invited. Oh! <laughs> I just, Jesse. Blake's very good at just showing up. I, well, Jesse told me where it's going to be at, and they had it at Snowtown Brewery. They no ran, way! They, they rented out the whole place and everything. And it, uh, so I showed up there, and Jesse was already kind of three sheets to the wind. And uh, and uh, color me shocked. And, oh, right, Jesse. Well, but he doesn't drink very much. He's he, you know, he, he just smoked the pot. That's about it. And got, but when you're having a good night and it's Christmas party, yeah. And so I walked through the door and like everyone stopped and looked at me. Went Blake, and right. I'm like, oh shit, they actually care about you mean, me. You mean no? Yeah, yeah, burnt near. And uh, but yeah, I just I haven't seen them since April, and so it's been you know half a year, and they all still were. They talk about me. Even Lewis, or the owner of the company, came up and gave me a big hug. He's just like, yeah, I don't know what happened, but I'm glad you're doing okay. I'm just like, yeah. They don't know what happened yet. Do you know how I didn't right. get a raise for three years? Yeah. That's what happened. Right, and then hiring people you know for $5 more than me. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. this is exactly the problem we had with my old company, Bob's. <clears throat> I was at that company exact same time. I was there for two and a half, three years. Mm-hmm. And people kept wondering why I was so disgruntled. And, why, and you know how I'm angry and not very good at hiding my emotions already. No. And so... But finally, I got to the point where I was such a problem that I actually got pulled into the owner, the president of the company's office two Ooh, or three times. Jesus. And he goes, and the first time was basically, hey, shape up or we're going to get rid of you kind of thing. And it was a very, he did it in a very kind way. Yeah. But then the second time, he pulls me in and the other manager and the owner's son is there. And he basically went, I just realized we've been fucking you over for two years straight. I said, yeah, I haven't had a raise because you keep moving me around so much. I can't specialize in anything. It can't become a journeyman. Right. And he goes, so we're going to put you in a department and leave you there There like we should have. And then within two months, I started getting raises. But at that time, I had already basically applied for the union. So it was too little too late. Right. But yeah. So what have you been doing since then? What is the what's the new goings on? You got married, yeah, lovely wedding. Mm-hmm. Would you like to describe? I think uh, that was the most fun wedding I have ever been to. Sorry, I think I he needs it. to. I think <laughs> he needs to describe the attire and the wedding and how. Oh, it's absolutely, so funny. yeah. So it's it's uh you know it was the, probably the best wedding I've ever been to because it's my first one. <laughs> but uh, and hopefully the last one as well. It, right. Yeah. You do realize if you end up having to have another one, I am going to show up and go. I'd like to welcome you all back, ladies and gentlemen. It, that's pretty near it. And, uh, that's my line. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I'll come back. But uh, yeah, everyone there was just we had a blast, and of course the theme. You know, we we I started dating my wife. Uh, we actually just had her one year dating anniversary, February 9th. and so Ooh. we started dating in February last year, and then in March is when she asked me to marry her. Wow. And I was just like, yeah, <laughs> that sounds great, you know. And then so we started planning and stuff, and like. Uh, I think it was April, and that's when I quit my job because she was actually getting tired of me coming home pissed off from work all the time. So that finally just set the line. I said, fine, that's it. I'm out. Just walked off, and I never came back. I didn't even talk to my boss or nothing. Just Oof. came back. Yeah, I just came home. Jesse's the only one that knew about it. Wow. Yeah, and so then um, get back to the house, and I told her what happened because Jesse actually dropped me off in his rig with all my stuff that 
Erica's house, and she's like, what's all this? And I was like, I cleared out the work truck. She goes, you quit? And like, I've never seen someone like so excited for me to quit a job. <laughs> See, that's, but I heard, I was listening to, you know who Jim Brewer is? He's a comedian. He's yeah. friends with Joe Rogan. Oh. He's very famous for doing like, he, oh, he did the Goat Boy thing on SNL years ago. That sounds familiar. Nah. Yeah. That, that oh, guy? Yeah. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah, okay, so you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. So, but he said the same thing. It's nice to have a significant other that, and he, his wife did the same thing as like when he was on Saturday Night Live. She's like, look, you are miserable every day, and it's literally changing who you are and making you angry and bitter all the time. You yeah. need to get – I mean, as much as – you know what? We'll figure out the money thing, but yeah. you need to get out of this place. Yeah. Well, believe it or not, I started drinking more. <laughs> <laughs> I can believe it. Yeah. That's the other thing, too, is it's made it worse and worse. And then, of course, you know, showing up hungover to work wasn't always fun. I have to deal with the smell of shit the first thing in the morning. Right. And so <laughs> You're hungover, wearing your sunglasses. I think you Thomas would have died. You <laughs> a, uh, I just would have woken up like... You open, <laughs> a, yeah, you open a septic tank and smack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Better than coffee. Fall, fall in, yeah. <laughs> That's why I chain smoke at work, because it hides my incense. Right. <laughs> It's better than shit. Yeah, very much. Yeah, it's all the people that are sitting there and they're like, are you guys supposed to be smoking while you work? It's like, well, do you want to smell this shit? Right. <laughs> you know? But, I mean, uh, we can just set it ablaze. Yeah. Uh, right. uh, well, we try it. You know, that's, we, do, we do a methane check. There are cigarette butts in there. <laughs> Nothing happens. It's not that bad. But it's uh, Not yet. So we, I started <laughs> living with her in April and uh, started uh, talking about her wedding and what we got to do and stuff. And so I told him just like, well, do you mind if I, you know, or sorry, she asked me if I could get married in my overalls. <laughs> She's the one that started it. The, what kind of overalls are these for Dick, people? The, the Dickies. The, the Dickies the, blue, like straight up farmer overalls. Yeah. overalls that you see in the movies. Yeah, that should be the caption on that. It's just like wedding day, bib overalls. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and so, Farmer Brown. Right. And so then I think it was about, what, two months before our actual wedding date, I asked people because then I'm just like all my best men and I, of course best women that were in our groups and stuff. Uh, we decided to have all the men wear overalls in line. Right. And so I was just trying to. I found these pair on Amazon. They're forty bucks for a brand new pair of Dickies, and I I had those suckers for like a year and a half, and they still look pretty new. Yeah. No, and, they do. I I remember when you started wearing them to the bar. <laughs> yeah. Right. Mine are folded in my closet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't have any reason to wear them. Oh, yeah. Except for your reason. Yeah, where you got two pockets, I, everything. I have a work uniform. I say oh. the only reason I don't wear mine, and because as a plumber, we wear cubbies. Like that's the uniform. Right. But the reason I don't wear mine is because I'm in a shop now and it's warm all the time. Right. I wore my cubbies last winter when it was 18 degrees in Seattle every freaking day. Yeah. Well, it's it's the best ones are like the insulated overalls during the yeah, winter the too. Yeah, the quilted ones. But what sucks yeah. about those is when you fart, it goes right in your face. <laughs> oh no! It ain't going down. It's going up because there's no escape. Right. Yeah, that that bitch knows how to travel very much. So you, yeah. So it was, but what were the t-shirt colors? Because you wanted us to have, and you can pull that closer if you want. Oh, okay. Blake is learning the new microphone etiquette, which is okay. I know how to speak. See, he's this is the best. He's, he's becoming Thomas, where he's slowly like well, fading away, yeah, going yeah. away. <laughs> but this, but again, this is the nice part. Now I get, like we get to chill back and mm -hmm. recline on the couch, and just all you have to do is just kind of boop, and there you go. Just jerk, I, just you don't have it. to. Yeah, we're not, like, fighting to get close to the mics anymore. Nah, I'm just nervous. But, but you told us, like, you told us, hey, wear the coveralls and your work boots. Yep. I showed up on my bike, yep. my my motorcycle, mm -hmm. and oh, I died laughing you had, what, four, yep. four colors of... Yeah, it was either blue, red, 
uh, yellow and uh, like a teal. Green. Yeah, yeah. So I think the women. Green was in there too because like, I wore my. Uh, oh, that's right. I, I wore my because uh, I was a volunteer at Paws at the mm. time, and so I just wore oh. the Dickies to volunteering, and then went from <laughs> volunteering to the wedding. And, yeah. Well, so that well, thank you for your volunteer, and uh, but. Uh, it didn't matter anyway, because by the end of the wedding, everyone was shirtless anyway. <laughs> yeah, everybody started, well, because, and the whole thing was Blake's uniform was no shirt yeah. under the coveralls, and that was kind of the whole joke and point well, for that. And I asked my wife first, too, I'm like, do you want me to be shirtless, or do you want me to wear a white shirt to kind of match with the wedding dress? And she goes, you do whatever you want. I'm like, that's the wrong answer. That's like telling me and Max, like, hey, can we go party? You can go have fun. I don't care. Oh, um, no. I'll call my drug dealer. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I don't do drugs. I'm a good Christian boy. But then, yeah. Right. more along the lines of Colin Steve but, but at yeah, that point. But yes, yeah. as the day went on, and just basically everybody's shirt started coming off is yeah. basically what happened. But then but, it gets cold. Right. But I liked how you had it set up, because for those of you at home, you guys had your DJ and stuff. Hmm? and But your Two food. DJs. Right. But your food was basically, hey, bring a dish, please. Was that it? So everybody had this potluck outside, and it was it was fun. It, it, it was, was a, definitely a redneck wedding. It, but it was a good time. But we're not rednecks. We just looked and acted like it. Right. <laughs> well, we're we're just had a bunch we're, of we're drugs. classy rednecks. See, I would call it I would call it more like podunk wedding because I've been to a yeah, redneck a wedding where, where the literal uniform was camo. Oh, for the bride and groom and i'm like this is a redneck wedding Didn't this see is that coming that was white trash wedding ours was more podunk where it's like yeah it's a little country like banjo-y but not you know missing teeth kind yeah. did they get married in the back of a lifted dually no they got married at a public park inside they rented out like at Hamo pool you have like the rooms yeah. cabins oh. you can rent but it was like one made in the 60s or 50s like a little hall and that was it yeah was again great time, not your average wedding, right? It was just right. weird, right? At least mine was classy. <laughs> oh yeah, but you even had a full band going. Top well, yeah, tier. well, it was Sarah uh, from uh, CCR that sang for us, right? And right, then, right, right. And then uh, Erica's cousin Lonnie, uh, he's from Camino Island, brought his uh, Volkswagen van down, and that's what he played all of his DJ stuff with the tarp there when we were right. walking down. And we had and, JD with the booth and everything. Yep, yeah, and then uh, her other cousin. Uh, Jesse, I believe his name is. Uh, he brought his DJ, and that's where everyone was dancing right. with, with his music. And Lonnie just stayed back there with his stuff with his uh, wife. And uh, yeah, that's. I don't even remember the night. No, I just I just remember waking up on the couch. See, the funny <laughs> thing. The funny thing is, I totally remember your wedding, but I also knew that we had to go somewhere, mm -hmm. and we had to leave at about like six or seven p.m., mm -hmm. which yeah. was fine because we'd eaten and we'd done all the festivities. Mm -hmm. But I nice kept daylight. But the out. only thing I can remember about that day is the wedding. I cannot yeah. remember where the hell we needed to go, but we had to get going Dude, somewhere. I couldn't tell you. But th that's just to say how awesome the wedding was. Yes. Me and Max had something important we had to get to, and I forgot what it was. But I still can only remember the wedding from that day, because whatever that important what, thing was wasn't as what, fun. What day was it? The Saturday. You're testing my. It night was September fourth. <laughs> it was a Saturday. December? September. Oh, yeah, September. September. Yeah. Because it was kind of sprinkling there for a minute off and on. Thanks for reminding me my anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> okay, yeah, so I, I couldn't tell you. That's not a like distinct date. 
we had something to do like Saturday. At, at the bar or something. We I had to say, be I don't somewhere. think it was that important, but you guys just had like other plans that you just right. had to go. do. I had to go we... home, shower, change, mm, and right. then go do something. Did you have a show? I think you had a yeah, show. show. Was it the Uptown yeah. show? Yeah, oh, I think it, it was. was. The Uptown. was. Yeah, it okay. was the Uptown show because I had to go. I had to leave to go and grab all my photography gear. Right. And. Uh, yeah. Speaking you, of which, you had to get ready for. Your we show. have another show we got to go to tomorrow night. Yes, Maggie's. Mama, and yep, I'll be photographing that one as well. Yep. Maggie uh, Holland. What's that? Maggie Holland. No, no, no. Uh, her name's uh, she works at our gym, Mama Smells Mags. Like... Oh, gotcha. Oh. So, uh, but anyway, uh, so after septic, where'd you go? Oh, what happened? I was retired, and uh, <laughs> and uh, got a sugar mama, huh? Yeah, oh yeah. It's it's she's she's but she did. We took care of each other. I did side jobs and stuff like that. But as uh, it's the other reason is because I hurt my back. Oh, how, wait, hold on. What happened there? Well, that's half the reason why I quit is because we were doing this last job before I walked off, and I was lifting the lid by myself that I shouldn't have, and it was uh, I did it wrong because I was in a hurry. and I um, Typically how that happens. Yeah, and I uh, ruptured my L3. <gasps> Ooh, yeah, like the disc? It, yeah. So it, did it you herniate like, it or fully? No, it, it herniated, but inward, not out. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so I went, you know, Mikey? Yeah. Yeah, he took me to the emergency room. Yeah, Mikey Davis. Yeah, Yeah. he took me to the emergency room about a week later, and I was there for about six hours, and they gave me a cocktail for pain relief and then put me through an MRI and all this stuff like that. They had probably had a steroid, yeah? Everything. No, they gave me, like, morphine and all this other junk. and uh, They gave you the good shit. Yeah, it was like they they told it it was just a... A medicated cocktail. No, I mean but. for the actual back. Mm-hmm. Normally, when you have a herniated disc, mm-hmm. like my my dad had one, mm-hmm. and the way they fix that is they typically put steroids in, and it it, it pushes the disc back into yeah. place. No, they didn't do that. They just they they just told me it was a uh, physical therapy, and I told them I would do it. <laughs> <laughs> have you even gone for one session? I learned yoga at home. <laughs> and so, but did I do it? Yeah, no. And um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that is a perfectly good L and I claim right there. <laughs> Shh. I'm not here. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is not me. <laughs> you got the wrong Blake. But um we yeah. haven't said your last name on the air yet. Oh that's fine. Sudabacher. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say I I'm did my that, German voice real quick. That's my other brother. <laughs> I, I ain't worried about it. But every, every shit's good now. But uh, oh, you swear on here? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Wait. Fuck, hold on. I'm but, sorry. Fuck yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, Fuck uh, you. And so I, after a while, it came like you know the winter time, and after our wedding, it was uh, no, it was, it was August. We bought a house. Really? Yeah, and see, that was on Three Lakes. Yep, and so I I had to help move and do all that stuff, and it was nice. I was there, and also Erica works from home, and uh, the very last of it, so I'm just, whoever wants some. There's there's Rainier in the fridge, too, we can get you. And Yeah, so we bought this house, and then uh, then we got married. And so then pretty much we made, because then we're broke after that. Right. And so then our honeymoon was living in our new home. There you go. Yeah, breaking it in. If you know the what I mean. Fuck? <laughs> the park I just think of the scene yes. in Workaholics when he where he's like showing his friends the house that his sugar mama is in, and he's like, "This is where the magic happened." Right. Well, yeah, this like... is also where the magic happened. So, are you fully retired right now? No, because no. you're back. So, what are you doing? No, so I started working with a friend of mine uh, doing tree services. And so it's just uh, oh, that's I'm great a, for your back. Groundsman, so I'm just pulling branches to a chipper. Okay, yeah, okay. I'm not grabbing stuff like that, but it's also like I said, been since August. And but so didn't you work somewhere before that? No, you, well, it was just, it was just, it was, I was just living at with Erica. 
I heard there was a temporary job, but we can leave it out if you don't want to. No, I didn't. It was just because uh, after August, is, uh, I was going to look into getting this job, but I never took it because that's when my back was healing. Was okay. Really oh, sad. okay, got it. I remember you talking about you were yeah. going to be getting one. I think well, that's what it was. because well, at the end of our uh, house where I live on Three Lakes, you know where the pallet company is there? Yeah, Liz used to work there. Yeah, I, so I just live right down the street. First. I could walk to work there. Right. And so, but... Uh, and Jeff called me. He's like, "Hey, we need a groundsman. You want to make some extra money?" And so I'm right. like, "Sure, you know, see see what I could do." And so the first day to work, I got there. We worked an eight hour day, and I couldn't tell you how much pain I was in. It was just oh, it wasn't yeah. my back, but it was just my muscles that I haven't got used to work working right. with. So I'm sitting there, my arms cramped up, like it looked like I had cerebral palsy all the rest of the day. Wow. And and uh, my foot was cramped up, and so and luckily it was a Friday, my first day, so I had all weekend to rest up and so monday went back to work and ryan's like how you doing i'm like sore but i could i could finish the day you know and so then we started working every other day just to like because even he because he just started his company back up too okay and this so, is Penella. yes okay and so he uh just started cause he worked for the state for a couple of years and so then he got back into his business and he's, right. he's still getting his muscles back too so this is i mean in this and i know your boss i don't mm-hmm. want to i mean i know we just said his mm-hmm. name but i want to leave it off as much as possible but you know, first off, good boss, good guy. So you're making, I mean. Yeah, he started me out. At, I thought I was just going to get like 20 an hour because I didn't know like I would like run riggings and stuff like that. If like, right. we're doing big trees and shit. But he started at 25. Right. So you've already just made almost a $10 an hour raise by switching to this job. But yeah, I'm making, and it's cash too. Right. And, and so, again, good boss, yeah. good people. He's going to take care of you. Oh, yeah. So that's awesome. Well, that's and, awesome. And, and you're just dragging them, you know, you're because of your back, you're doing lightweight stuff and just dragging stuff to the wood chipper and yeah. rigging. Are you rigging anything yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did a couple of rigging stuff. So you taught me how to tie the lines and do all that stuff. And uh, he's, he was impressed on how quick I learned. And so rigging's fun. So, it is. It is. Yeah. Especially when he drops it, you just got to like, you know, let the rope go and catch it and stuff. But yeah, it's depends on him too and like if he gets a line pinched up there on the rope because then it's like it'll swing back and hit him right you don't want that to happen but it, it accidents happen and I, I got all my rope to, you know done See, right but. if my dad if my dad basically wasn't in the local we were in and i didn't have basically a shoe in mm-hmm. i would have easily applied to the iron workers because i have mm-hmm. a sick problem with like and we had this you know 12 inch stainless steel pipe and this construction piece took up this entire room we're sitting in. It was a, I think it was a double uh, heat pump or something like that. And oh. it's all 12 inch stainless steel pipe everywhere. Mm-hmm. Well, we had to, I don't know why they make us do this. I want to slap engineers for this. <laughs> but in the fab shop, they have us put it all together for them. So they can take pictures and look at it. And literally they had groups of people coming in taking pictures of it. So that we could then disassemble it again and send it out to Denver, Colorado. Which, again, cool project, but we had to pick it up a few times, and it was absolutely a pain in the ass. Right. But there's also a giant wall, and I'm not kidding. It's got to be 10 feet by 15 feet wide, mm-hmm. and we put all the pipe in it and then ship the wall out. Gotcha. There is something about, and especially because I'm typically on the forklift because I've ran forklifts for years. Right. There is something about when you pick up something super heavy and scary that you know if this thing gives at any second somebody's going to die. Probably. I get a really I have so much fun doing that crap. <laughs> like, I know I have issues because I'm, like, sitting there just, you know, and they're like, go up, go down, and I'm doing this, and I'm watching all five of my guys, and I'm not sure if it's just, like, this tiny seep of adrenaline into my brain, mm-hmm. but there is something about, you know, hopscotching across iron worker beams at 30 feet in the air yeah. that I just get a sick satisfaction out of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I did that when I was an electrician. Parkour. Third core, third, third story, <laughs> high rises and stuff, right. running across the 
wooden beams, not steel beams, but listening but to Disney techno music is great. Yeah, there's something about that. Oh, I remember you talking about that. Did you just say Disney techno music? Yeah, dubstep. Okay. Wait, hold on, time. So it was Disney songs that were that were then technified, or okay, okay. I don't know if you remember my buddy Kyle Woodruff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's the one that got me into it because that's that's the shit that got us fucking pumped, and we'd sit there and just crank up fucking Cinderella, just you know with Cinderella going. Like you're sitting there cranking the yeah under the sea, under the sea. No, because he was telling me the story, and his boss was like, he was talking about his boss, and apparently somebody came by and was like, "What are they doing?" He was like, "I don't ask questions, and they do their work." Yep. See, we had a guy. It was hilarious. We had a guy, and I great guy. I never had a problem with him. But apparently he had had anger issues, and like me. and he uh, no like he beat beat somebody and they court ordered him to go to anger management therapy and stuff, and he uh, great movie right but he uh, oh amazing movie <laughs> right <laughs> old movie but so I've he not seen uh, it. but he uh, what the fuck? get a life anger um, management with what was it Adam Sandler yeah Adam Sandler and Jack Nicholson. Nicholson yeah but anyway so he was but I you know. I had never worked with him yet, and there was a guy that I worked with who's an amazing guy, and he goes, if you ever work with him, just know all you're going to listen to all day is di- actual Disney music, the yeah. soundtrack, or classical. And I go, why? He goes, that dude's got anger issues, and it keeps him calm. Yeah. I was like, what? That makes sense. Listening to Disney music would make me want to slap children. Nope. <laughs> Yeah, I want to kick dogs. I guess no, I'm just immune just, to it because I have to fucking listen to it every, almost every day. All the kids I, at the school bus. <laughs> you know what? I keep it very well contained because I am all about hanging out with my kid yep. and watching whatever she wants to watch. Mm-hmm. She's going to grow up listening to death metal. <laughs> what yeah. can I say except <laughs> you're welcome? And this is where Frazier died. Yeah, right. I see. Yeah, it's been too long since her and I have sang that song that I actually threw out the words. Did I ever tell oh, you okay. that? Did you ever hear that story behind that song? Did I, I told you that story. You knew that. So when oh, yeah, my yeah. fiance was living at her old place and we started date, well, we weren't dating yet. Follow my train. We were of sleeping thought. together. Yeah. <laughs> but what I would do as a joke and to be my typical narcissistic self, I would leave and I would sing that line. So every time I would leave, She's like, all right, have a good day. And I go, what can I say except you're welcome? And she's like, you are ridiculous. Yep. At one point, we left the house, and she actually hummed it out loud subconsciously. <laughs> she's like, da-da-da-da. She's like, damn it, what have you done to me? Yeah. Now I'm saying thank you. It's funny. Well, then there was that time, I think you came with me to pick up Marley or something like that. Yeah. And then Yeah, we listened uh, to Moana. That was when her and I actually had like the whole dance and everything done and she would be in the back seat like <laughs> bouncing back and forth and singing along. See, that's, he had, that's cute though. He had every <laughs> yeah, right. word down. Did you hear the story about that with The Rock though? Oh, it's with so his daughters. Funny. His yeah. daughters, he has the video and he's sitting there and he goes and it, with his daughters, like 3 4-year-old daughters and they're watching Moana and he goes, "Hey sweetie, do you know that's daddy's voice right there?" And she goes, "What?" He's like, yeah, watch. And he starts singing with Maui. And she grabs a pillow, shoves it over his face, and goes, your daddy, stop. You're ruining the song. <laughs> Even though it's The Rock singing it. It's so fucking funny. Well, well they mixed it, you know, to make it right. sound better. But I know. think but I think that's like, a, I mean, not to get too deep all of a sudden, but I think that's a total view of how humans are with 
facts and reality, especially nowadays. Hey, by the way, let me show you this fact. Shut up, you're ruining it! Actually, there's a great quote about that. It's like, truth is a lot like poetry, and nobody wants to hear fucking poetry. <laughs> hey, yeah. That so, is a lie. I read lots of poetry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you ever heard that slam poetry The average poetry person does stuff? not. Yeah, I think I've heard a couple of Have you ever heard that slam poetry? I've, I can't bear to listen to it, but it's like, you do what? poetry. What the fuck is slam poetry? Well, it's essentially be- your mama... But no, make it rhyme. It's no, it's spoken word, like yeah, like poetry, right? But you say it in this aggressive, oh, okay, very okay. staccato. You are the problem. Like you do this oh. very staccato, loud. So it's aggressive. it's almost like it's like a rap battle between, but it's poems, but nothing, right? But nothing really yeah. rhymes. It's weird. It's yeah, really that's weird. the problem. Yeah, <laughs> but okay, that's why poetry slam poetry doesn't have to rhyme. That's what's so fucked up. I know, right? So the what clouds is right? cloudy? What are you? What it's are you? Uh, what is the most dangerous thing you've done at the new job with all this, or have seen at the new job? Uh, pooping on a neighbor's tree. That's the most dangerous. <laughs> no, <laughs> but it's funny. <laughs> Did he have a shotgun? What was the story? No, he, there? he pissed us off, and I just pooped on his tree. But it's um. Wait, back up! You got to start this story from the beginning. How did he piss you off? How did you poop on his tree? I want to know what side of the bed you woke up that morning. No, I was well, I was hungover. You but, uh, start this from the beginning. Yeah, but, and, well, and it sucks. I had well, okay. So I, I get a phone call from Ryan, and he's like, "Hey, you want to work today?" I said, "Yep." He's like, "Okay, I'm coming to pick you up." And I'm just like, "This is gonna fuck." And suck because I was hungover. We party. There was a Super Bowl party, and so we oh, stayed last up. year. No, oh, was this was like Sunday. last week. Last this week? was last week. Oh, what so the hell? You, you got up and got crunk with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't watch it, but anyway, it's uh, <laughs> we just we just had friends over and we're just drinking all night, and so um, oh, so it wasn't Monday because I we had to. It was no, it was Monday. That's right, I did work. And um, wait, hold on, you're gonna tell me Ryan got up on a Monday after the Super Bowl and he, he was awake? He quit drinking. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah, and so, uh, but I so he picks me up, and then we already got all the tools in the back of his just personal truck, and we're just going to Everett to work. Uh, fucking terrible job site because it's a by about a good hundred yard walk to the tree, but it's on a sixty foot drop to get down to the trees, and with all the chainsaws and stuff oh. that are in our hands, and and then of so course, out of a hundred feet laterally, mm-hmm. you have to go down sixty feet vertically. Correct, and then go down, and then go out, and then finally get to this tree that we're going to be working on. But there's multiple trees, and this lady paid for all the work to get done, even for the neighbor's tree, because it took them since October to get this guy, her neighbor, to help with her view of the ocean, and uh, and he's you saying that's no. That's what actually matters in life is having a view of the ocean. Well, well, of course, and so they, they, it's they make money and they have a good time, you know, doing this stuff, and uh, so uh, we started working on the guys. Um, uh, uh, you're passing, working on the. Uh, can, you, can you pause that story really quick? Did yeah. you just try and whisper to a deaf guy? <laughs> oh, I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. Hold on, real quick. Truly, um, I got a blue moon. I'll do it truly. I ain't scared. Uh, mango, since Liz hates mango, is that okay? Yep. Okay. Cody, you good? Yeah, I got Everybody good? Here. Thomas, what do you want? I'm fine. Okay. All right. The social life. Where's my Michelob Ultra? Well, to yeah, live. I got it there. It's my job. Continue. Oh, and, uh. <laughs> this is for you. Blues of Moon. Uh, I'm fine. Yes, you are, baby. Just put it on the table. Somebody will drink it. Okay, so note to self, we need to re-up on our supplies. Oh, okay. got it. Well, it's going not to like it's that hard to do. <laughs> do, we have, do we have a preference besides Rainier? No. 
Rainier. Men's room? Rainier. 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 Oh, dude, I heard Rainier. heavy. Anyway, continue. <laughs> but it good. So you have to get all the way down to these damn trees. Well, how many trees does she want gone, and how big are they? Well, she got two trees that we cut, and then the, we had to climb maple trees just to delimit so it opens up a window from uh, that down the green belt. Because we're working in a green belt, so we don't have to pull anything. I'm just down to make sure his lifeline is not getting tangled up and stuff. Time out. Instead of using a ladder to cut down the trees, Either you way. are using the trees to cut down the trees. No. You said you climbed a maple tree to climb down and limit. Yeah, climb up to limb up certain spots that are in the way. So instead of using a ladder, you climbed up a tree. Ryan climbed up a tree to cut down the other tree. Well, there, it's you know, maples grow, so there's like yeah. six trees that come out of one. Yeah, yeah. So he's going to go up there and monkey around. He goes from one tree to the other tree. I'm just this. pointing out the irony. That's it, all. Oh, gotcha. Um, just the goofiness of I just climbed well, a tree. They wear spikes and have a rope. I just, I'm, go, I'm, cl- right. I'm, cl- I'm climbing this tree so I can cut down that tree and that tree and that tree. Well, he well, he's done log climbing. Well, yeah, it's, it, it's just there's a lot of uh, side cuts that so we did, we can't cut down the whole thing. So it's in a green belt, right? And so we it, you can only do like thirty percent unless the tree is dead, like a wetland kind of thing. Correct. Okay. And so it's uh, you need your permits and all that shit, and then so. We get to this guy's cedar tree. It's what we started out with because it's the biggest one. It was like a good 12-inch diameter tree, and they go out and then swoop. My bad. Alcohol uh, abuse. I, that's okay. <laughs> Tr- <laughs> truly, you are right. And um, uh, it swoops up. It's so like those like elbow growth yep. of cedars. Yep, that's what you're talking about. And so he climbed up, and there's three of them that, that we cut down for this guy, and, and we don't touch the branches because there's a certain term for it, but you leave it for the green belt to just eat naturally. And uh, so we cut all that down where we fucked up his trail to, like, walk down, like, because his kids made, like, a little tree fort in that tree. Right. And so we blocked the whole thing with, like, all these big rounds and shit. And the guy was sitting there. He kind of reminded me of, like, Fraser, you know, from the TV show. Is that? Oh, okay. I was like, yeah. is that a good thing that he reminded <laughs> yeah. you of me? No. It's, and um, I'd, be, I'd say you, but, <laughs> but not a TV show. Anywho. But, like, the um, pompous kind of. Yeah, his, his tone. How he just, he, he has this, just, you know, the way he talks and everything. You know, and just right. was getting in our faces about stuff. Like, we'll do this, not too much of that, and just being all nitpicky. He didn't pay for anything. His neighbor did. Just to shut him up, to get his, his tree cut. Wait, so the neighbor is, paid for the. This yes. sounds like an episode of Frasier. Yeah. If Frasier had a house yep. in the woods. Yes. Your no. tree is blocking my thing. You must pay for it. Well, but no, but he didn't say that. She just did it just to shut him up. Like, right, say, that's say, what I'm saying. I'm going to pay for this to get cut down for you because it's blocking your view, but also help me out too. Right. Can we just team up with this? And then she's like, I also want to get these three trees done and then trim up this to get a window for that. And they agreed on this work. And... Uh, so we get done working on his tree, blocked all of his stuff. We started cutting down her trees, started to limb up this other stuff. Well, then he came out of his house and was just like, well, what are you guys doing now? We're like, well, finishing up what she's like. She didn't agree on taking these two trees out. Right. And we're like, well, it's it's, it's obstructing her view, and that's what she said. She's like, nope. He's like, that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm calling you guys are done. And we're like, what? Wait, you you didn't hire you us. You don't get don't to tell us we're done. To tell us right. when we're done. Well, because somehow he said he was standing on his back porch and he said he was able to see like the down street, which is like a half a mile away from his house. He's like, I never used to be able to see the street down there. Now I can see the street. And we're like, 
so it's just like what's what's the big deal you don't pay attention to it at all and so that's when i went up and pooped on his tree <laughs> now what kind of poop was this was this diarrhea was it, it this... was beer shit so yes massive <laughs> diarrhea with exploding have you heard trevor's story about rainier and and shitting while he was hunting that's probably what my poop was did you hear that story <laughs> no i have not trevor exactly <laughs> yes, right. i call it the putt putts yeah pitter patter pellets <laughs> yep but we so Trevor told us this story. He was out hunting, and the la, the night before they drank like thirty rainiers or whatever. And he goes, "I went to go shit, and I had to shit behind this bush." And he just squats down, and he look. He goes, "I turned around, and it looked like someone had just taken a shotgun and <laughs> full of shit." Yeah, that's and what I did splat. on this guy's tree. <laughs> this is the kind of for the record. I know that these people don't listen to our podcast because we're <laughs> way too lowbrow for you. But it's funny. But if you are listening and you're one of these people, stop it. We hate you. Yes, thank you, Cody. Stop, stop it. The, the highbrow, high maintenance. No, it's not even it highbrow. You can be of high quality and prefer high standards. You're. I mean, Thomas likes that. Thomas likes paying way too much for a T-shirt. It's okay, but. <laughs> So I'll get into that story later. (laughs) And so, but, but when you start bitching about the fact that a half a mile away, you can see a street because the person next door paid for people to come limb your trees to make you happy. And now you're pissed off that you can see this street a half mile away. Mm -hmm. You're the kind of person that we shit on your trees, spit in your food and piss in your drinks. You are the, you are the Karens of the world. You are the people what you just spit in their food y'all i mean you can do whatever you want but oh, no but no, you're no, the no, person no. that we well, wire, like too much protein you're the person that we wire the light <laughs> sockets backwards you're the people that we make the toilet run into the shower like mm. you are that person because you are so nitpicky yep. and so trivial that we are just gonna fuck with you at this point and so then he had the audacity no to... there's more yes oh Damn it. And so we did get, you know, they told us to stop us. We didn't get to it. And then the lady tried to come home because she owns a landscaping company. So she was at work. And so she came home real quick to try and talk to the guy. Now he wouldn't answer his door. Right, because he knew that he was about to get his ass reamed. And so she, she got ignored. And then so we, we packed up all of our gear from down to the bottom of the hill, climbed up the whole entire thing, back to his truck, loaded it up. And then she says, and she paid us for the full day, even though we still had like two hours left. See, and why is it always the people like that end up living next to the people that you're dealing with? So then hang on. So then we leave. And then about 30 seconds after we pull out onto the road to go, she calls and she said, he said, he'll, he'll meet you out back if, if you could talk to him. Can you guys turn around and go back and talk to him? We're like, yeah, sure. And so then we go back and Ryan goes over and chats with the guy to explain to him what they're going to do that she paid for. And then he finally agreed. He's like, that's fine. And so now we have to unload, go back down the fucking hill and get down to do this. And then so on the guy in the same time, we got our work done. The guy had the audacity to say like, yeah, well, I got a couple more trees. Maybe I'll hire you guys here soon to take care of our trees. Nope. No, you won't because we will not take your call. Right. Oh, Oh, well, no, (laughs) they will take his call and then charge him double. double. Right. That's that's see. But this is but again, these are the people that. It's just like it, it, the only way I can describe it, honestly, and I'm not, I'm not. My fiance has anxiety, clinical anxiety. I'm not picking on you, mm-hmm. but this, these are people. I swear, I'll bet you money he has clinical anxiety because he's so busy freaking out in his head about what's going on that he doesn't stop and think about what's happening. Yeah, he's just overthinking. And then when you explain it to him, he goes, 
Oh, it's like our old boss at Bob's. He would shoot first and then <coughs> fire or shoot first and then aim. And it was like, dude, if you'd shut up for five minutes and listen to what's going on. My, I mean, and my. Which boss are you talking about? Starts with a T. Oh, him. <laughs> Looks like a cat from yeah. Tom, from something in Jerry. Yeah. But, I mean, my current boss, well, not my current boss. My current boss is amazing. But my current superintendent's the same way. He comes out screaming, why is this here? Why is this here? The shop looks like a mess. Da -da 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 -da. Hey, guess what? If you give us an hour, all of this is leaving in the next hour. There's going to be a truck here in 30 minutes to pick all this up. If you just calm the hell down and ask nicely and just be like, hey, what's going on? We'll explain everything. Right. And it'll make sense. And it'll be clean in two hours. Right. Yes, dear. I would not say that is necessarily anxiety, but I would definitely say that is uh, misassociated stress. Because my boss gets the same way. He will come out into the shop and be like, why isn't this done? Why isn't that done? Why isn't this done? And he'll turn around and look at all of the racks, and it's the same cars that he just rattled off. Right. That are on the racks being worked on. Yeah. Or being driven. Maybe right. you tell telling me that last week, yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, if you would just come out, I get that you're under stress. And like my boss right now, my I first off, I love my head boss. He's a bit of a dick, but it, it's the way that it's like me. Like you have to explain people. Frazier's an asshole. But when you realize what That's kind of asshole he is, it's okay. Because you realize he's playing with everybody. And it's the same with him. He's very dry humored. He doesn't say please or thank you. Everything out of his mouth is hurry the fuck up or move faster. Mm. But then you realize it's just his humor. And you know when he's pissed at you because he's looming over you and screaming, which never happens. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those things where you have to get used to their personality. Yeah. But again, if you're that customer, we hate you. Hate you. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a, there's a, special there's place a very distinct difference between, like, having anxiety and then being just an absolute Dick. fucking asshole. Mm. For no fucking reason, other than you want it to look exactly how you are imagining it, imagining, imagining, imagining sound it out. You know, let him head. try. Imagination. Keep going. One more time. Okay, Give it a try. Job. Imagining. <laughs> yes, that's right. Imagining. Okay. There you go. Okay. I wanted to add like a second N in there. Imagining. It's like DVD. <laughs> DVD. 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 Yeah, that's what I say. Or, or recorded. Yeah. Or A-A-Ron. Recorded. A -A Block it. Yeah. No, but, like, that, there, there's a very distinct difference between, like, someone who has, like, clinical anxiety and is just worried about everything and just being an out-and-out -out asshole just yeah, because you want it exactly how you're picturing it right. in your head. I'm not going to try and say that one more time. Blessings be upon me. Thank you. Because yeah. we have had customers come in that are exactly like that. And Everybody don't has. understand oh, that yeah. these cars are machines. They break down. Sometimes this thing's gonna break down as soon as I fix that thing. So that's one thing I, I like I for not to toot my own horn, and I think you have this too. And I'm pretty that sure Matt, I'm something? pretty sure I'm pretty sure everybody in this room has this ability. Is is like at Bob's especially, there was a lot of people that wanted their line set to lurk, look a certain way or their electrical to look a certain way or something yeah, yeah, yeah. and there was so my many times favorite was well why are you guys drilling through the wall well it's not done wirelessly right <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. but again like people don't get it and that's and i'll be honest that's 
to a degree, that's me, because I see you drill through the wall, and I won't ask, but I'm like, why are they drilling through the wall in my own head? Right. But so when people, like, my favorite one, and she wasn't, it wasn't her, it was her husband, who wasn't home, and he was video calling her, but we kept um, doing what's called a spotter bit, which is a little pinprick, just to see where in the attic the line set could be. Oh, yeah. And unfortunately, the only place we could be was kind of in the middle of the, the house, mm. so if the, if the wall here... Right. It's right in the middle. And it, that's just because the attic was terribly formed for this side of the house. And she goes, well, what if we bring it down, then over, then down again? So it has this big S bend in it. I said, I'm fine with doing that for you, but you're going to kill your efficiency because refrigerant traveling through those all those 90s is not good. Mm. And it's going to look terrible. Like you're, you're going to have this weird S bend with gutter material on the side of your house. <laughs> so I got very good at... And this is where, I mean, some people hate it from me, but I explain everything to people as though they've never heard of it before. Mm. Even if I'm talking to a musician that plays guitar, I'm like, yeah, so when I do this and this and this, and they're like, I'm not stupid. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But I go, it's not because I think you're stupid. It's, it's how I've, I explain things. It's because I've spent mm. so much time breaking things down for people Just that I am explaining it in the simplest way possible so I know you understand what I'm saying. Right. I think the biggest part of that is just exp you don't know somebody's knowledge level. Mm -hmm. And so even though you might be a master technician or a like playing guitar since you were two years old and can play anything just by hearing it or a whatever, masturbator or skin flute, a masturbator. <laughs> great at it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, skin flute. <laughs> you know, explain it to them in simplest terms. And if they, if their knowledge level is higher to where they're a fucking electrical engineer. And right. I get that a lot, and, and I'll, I know you got, but quick add, but I get that a lot, I, especially when I worked on, um, I worked on a pipe fitting job. I'm a plumber, for the record, and pipe fitting is typically more welding, <laughs> typically more, just for people at home, it's typically more welding and bigger pipe and stuff like that, but I had this one guy who was a welder. <laughs> And he goes, you know, I'm going to explain things really stupid, so please don't be offended. I'm like, no, that's how I prefer it. Because mm -hmm. then if you explain it to me in the dumbest terms possible and I screw it up, I didn't listen. Right. You mean right? like how you get triggered by when we say to you, it's like, oh, what about that one guy when you were trying to braise? And he kept saying, well, the vibration, won't it? Oh, that guy. <laughs> this guy had no idea what I was doing. And I seriously, for 15 minutes, he argued with me because I was brazing in, um, soldering in his copper pipeline for oh. his uh, air conditioning unit. Oh, okay. And he goes, well, won't the vibrations from that eventually break that apart? It's welding. And for, <laughs> and for 15 minutes, I stood there and became redder and redder and redder. And I didn't say a word because I let my idiot, the ginger midget... <laughs> boss try to explain it <laughs> and this and the other problem is it wasn't so much that the guy had the question it was the whole time he had this smug look on his face he had his finger over his mouth that's what this and he had this look this this like well what about like i know more than you uh -huh. and finally after 15 20 minutes he legitimately says out loud well i don't know no he said well i don't know anything about it so and i went oh <laughs> let me explain and again this is where i break things down i said what we're doing to your unit is essentially what holds your cars framed together. We are one step below welding this pipe in. That pipe won't break. It can kink, 
but it is not going to break under yeah. any circumstances. Mm. And then I got to explain it to him, and then the light bulb clicked, and he just left us alone the rest of the day. Yep. But because for 15 minutes he decided to just sit there and pester us and yep. question, well, won't that break? Won't that break? Won't that break? No, it won't. Yeah, it is a copper pipe that has been soldered to, well, brazed together. Sounds like an engineer. Wow. Oh, my word. <laughs> I would actually say I have a really big problem trying to explain to people in the simplest way possible, like how your O2 sensor works, why your O2 sensor code is coming up. Mm -hmm. Because it comes up unnecessarily. And it's, well, I mean, it's not even like it's bad. Like it broke. (laughs) It broke. (laughs) Just like fixing. I, it's it's not even like everything on your car can be as simple as your bad go go juice made the broom broom go. Bleh. Give an actual example. Do you know of one that you can think of? Off the top so of your head? I mean, trying to explain to people, a lot of times people come in and they want to know like why their catalytic converter is bad, why they have a code in their car for a P zero four twenty, which is catalytic converter below efficiency. That's not what I have. I have no idea what you have. I, I have the I have the P zero something, but it's it's okay. got a four it is in it. Bad. Oh, is it? Okay. Yes. okay. So explaining to people what the catalytic converter does, I fucking hate catalytic and explaining to them why it's way too expensive for their time to do nothing about it. It's really hard for me to put that in layman's terms, and I've essentially just gotten to a point where it's like, look. It turns your exhaust gases into water, and it's like two grand. Right, and well, and and here's the thing that I think a lot of people, especially nowadays, again, coming from a guy that doesn't work on cars, a lot of people by the automotive industry have been trained that if you see your check engine light come on, that means it's panic. Yeah, and they, in the the reality of the situation is that's not true. I yeah. have had. Three cars now, Honda, the Ford, and now the Subaru, all thrown O2 sensor code or the catalytic converter code, which we think is a sensor issue. And people don't get that, hey, just because your check engine light is on doesn't mean the car is going to blow up on you. I'm going to hate OBD3 when it comes out. Me speak english no one knows what you're talking he knows about exactly so, what i'm talking about yeah okay so one other guy in the room one so, so, i don't know going going back to layman's terms obd stands for onboard diagnostics right and third gen the right. what we have in cars now is the second generation of onboard diagnostics pre-obd2 is essentially the manufacturers could have whatever sort of connector they wanted they could put it wherever the fuck they wanted it. And if you didn't have a scan tool that could hook up to that connector, then you could not figure out that car. Then you could not diagnose that car. Right. But the point being, the like, but again, the, the car manufacturers, like with my car specifically and yours, the Subaru, they've specifically made it that if the catalytic converter code comes on, you can't use your cruise control. It's any check engine code on for a Subaru. Right. But, okay, but you're but it's, you're it's really but just Subaru. But they've Sorry, made guys. it but they've made it to where when the check engine light comes on, you can't use your cruise control. The check engine light comes on, your brake light flashes. They've made it to where it's a panic situation, which is the problem and what we have trained people to do. 
which is wrong. Well, I'm just gonna ask this question real quick. How, out of all of us, who actually uses fucking cruise control? Me, all the fucking time. No. I haven't used it. But again, ever. I drive to Burlington and back. I'm on the freeway for at least three hours a week. It's the best tool in the world. Right. So, <laughs> Frazier, when I drove all the way to Spokane and would come back and forth, I, I never used it. I hate using my gas so, pedal if here, I have to. Here's the other thing. OBD3, like, the reason why I say I'm going to hate OBD3 when it comes out mm. is because you're going to have a direct link to the manufacturer at that point. So as soon as that light comes on, they schedule you an appointment. Right. So again, they have more control. That's right. the problem. And it's stupid. Right. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Mind control. Yeah, that doesn't mean you I'm have to sorry. Show this up. is why I own old True, cars. True, but they're the most manufacturers have said this now is like, well, if you schedule the appointment, we're going to have to get an actual deposit from you. Right. Yeah, full yeah. coverage insurance. I w- so basically, those of us that are get buying cars nowadays, check for OBD3, and if you have it's it, make sure you two cancel. Two years out. Mm-hmm. But cancel your subscription. No, they're it, uh, it's ridiculous. I don't know if they'll actually be a, they'll come out with OBD3. Uh, I don't think they will. Side note. Because OBD, I'm sorry, but really, like side note, they've been talking about coming out with OBD3 for like 15 years now. It was the same thing that happened when emissions laws were True. going out of phase in Washington. Yeah. They they pushed it out and pushed it out. Like, oh, we're going to get rid of emissions testing. No, you're not. Well, no, that... no, you're not. And then they finally, when I was in the middle of college and finally got emissions certified. <laughs> and then like it. three months later, it was done. It was well, over and with. that was the other problem is especially in Washington state, for any of you listening out of state, the other problem with the check engine light is no matter what your check engine light was for, it would make you yep. fail your emissions test. Exactly. That's why you so everyone the battery. That, so everyone that saw it doesn't matter. It'd come back. No, because you can it check matter. the uh, there's uh, actual computer monitors that you can go in and see if they've run, and that's what they would it's do. So if you didn't have a check engine light, you would have they would go in and check to see if your monitors. But it, they never but caught it, me. But again, <laughs> it got to the point when what we did with. Well, not we did. What the government and the dealers did, dealerships did with the car manufacturers, is they made it to where when your check engine light came on, you panicked. Because either you were going to fail emissions or you're worried your car is going to blow up. And people need to realize that, yeah, the check engine light is there for a reason. But go in and get a diagnostic test first. It's mainly for emission control more than anything you can else. 90% of what that fucking light is for is emissions control, mm-hmm. which doesn't do jack shit. No, you just take it to Les Schwab, and they could just do that shit for free anyway. Well, but I mean, shucks, shucks, I but bet. like for me, like mine, they can turn yeah. mine off. But since oh, it's a sensor oh. issue, it'll come right back on. Shucks. Eventually, yeah. <laughs> Yours is a, yeah. It, well, originally it started that uh, the check engine light would only turn on for problems that were related to emissions. So if it made emissions worse, it would turn on. Mm-hmm. Right. But again, that was for the government. Anyway, we need to get back to Blake. Yeah. <laughs> what is the most dangerous thing you have done on this new job? Well, have you on like customers tree? No. Have you picked some giant logs yet, or helped rig them up, or what? Well, I've done all that stuff. But yeah, I did break my hard hat. It's um, came uh, this uh, <laughs> tree came down and it was a giant. It was probably like twenty feet long, six inch diameter. We I rigged it up. Got it coming down, so it missed the shed. And I pull. Oh, closer. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Like fist distance. This fist distance. Still getting and, used and, to it. Yeah, I know. It's Sorry. Good. I just gotta it's lean good. this way. Maybe I'll get more center. Oh. And um, anywho, 
Um, so we're rigging this uh, tree branch up to swing away from a shed, and it came down so the, the tail feathers, the end of the tree branch, was coming down first, so the base of the tree is above my head. So I had the like a field goal above me in the middle. Oh, God. And so I went to go grab it down while it finally broke free on a branch, and it came right at me, and I just dove through the middle of it. And I, I rolled out, and Ryan's up there, and he's like, you okay? I said, go! <laughs> <laughs> the homeowner was up there, started laughing. <laughs> he's just go. like, he's like, well, you did, you did that really good. Have you done this for a long time? I said, it's my third day. <laughs> said, Damn, you're a pro. <laughs> yeah, no. See, I'm pretty good on my feet when he's like, if even Ryan's up there, because I didn't have a hard axe, I broke it, like I said. It's just a, like some branch came down and whipped it and it knocked off, and then this silly little plastic piece just well, shot off, and I, it doesn't fit my head no more. One thing I want to say, like everybody in like in our group, like when shit hits the fan, mm. we're very quick thinking of how we can get the fuck out of a situation. That, exactly. And I just saw which way I was going, I went the opposite. <laughs> my first thought is like, start throwing punches. And like, well, I'm not gonna punch a tree branch. You gonna get me? I just, I just mean like <laughs> when I think like shit hits the fan, I think like bar brawl. See, and that's what I'm really my, fucking good at because I've what, gotten my, you and Fraser out of fucking fights at the bar because my fat ass goes no. Yep. Gets in the way, and goes no. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, Cody's, Cody's new nickname is the man. Oh yeah, and it breaks up the fight. I always liked him as coach, like coach from Cheers. Oh yeah, yeah. The character, yeah. yeah which I got. Oh, I, I'm not wearing my that jacket. That's actually at home. <laughs> yeah, I missed this show. I I actually teared up when I found out he died. And then the fucking what's his Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. In. I never realized oh, that was I his first role. Oh, I actually forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, that was his very first. I never realized role. that was Woody Harrelson's first role. I, I've oh, because Shit. I've always seen him be up until Zombieland. I'd always see him be a like a, a more of a villainous type. Yes. Or this cynical person. Or working the Secretary of State. Right. So then when so then when I was like, someone was like, oh, he was a comedian. Like he was basically what was the game. Or what was the the TV show where it was the the college football coach and the assistant coach's name was Moose, big blonde guy. He always was dumb. Was coach? It, no, is it a? Not, is it called Coach? It Friday Night Lights? No, Coach. I think it was. Coach. It was a sitcom. Yeah, oh. Coach. Yeah, that's Coach. That yeah, is Coach. Mm. Yeah, Moose was the Moose was the assistant coach. Yeah, no, I that's don't coach. remember the show, but I believe it is called Coach. Mm. Yeah, I think Thomas is right. Uh, fun fact, my mom cut Woody Harrelson's hair when she was in college. What, like three strands? <laughs> <laughs> I blame my mom for him going bald. <laughs> yeah, All right, that's right. funny. Okay. It's, it's the TV show Coach. You're dead on. <laughs> that's too funny. Oh, man. Oh, Have you seen the new Jackass yet? No. We need to see that. We need yes. to go oh. and see it. We need to watch it. because. And here's my favorite part is my fiance hates, and I understand why, <laughs> Uh, but I liked him before he became an asshole. Was Machine Gun Kelly, and me and Max loved him back oh, when he that, was rapping before guy. he did rap. But he's in it, and I know for a fact he gets hurt in it. Oh, I remember seeing so like, a clip. So I told her I was like, "You're gonna love this." MGK's in it, and she's like, "Why would I want to watch a movie with him in it?" I'm like, "Because he's gonna get hurt." Yep. And she's like, "I'm in." So tomorrow, I got time. I I, I can. I gotta help somebody move. What do you? Oh, we got a show tomorrow. We're going no, to. I, I yeah, I can't tomorrow. We might be able to do it Sunday. We'll figure tomorrow, it out. Well, Sunday I can't either. I'm booked this weekend. You have been booked every weekend for the past four weekends. You're fucking done. No, I I I can't. I gotta get the truck done. 
The truck is going. years away from being done. No, it is not. The truck is like a couple months away from You just got done setting it on done. fire. Accidentally on fire. You know, I was kind of hoping to start the episode with me catching something he on just fire. Saw, he just set his project truck on fire today. That's uh, it was accidental. So I've been, I, I cut the, I cut the, like the, you know, like the rain guard that goes around the top of the windshield and yep. around the doors. So I cut that off because it was rusted out. They, the mm. previous owner looked like it was just got to cancel for years. <clears throat> and so I cut that off and I started welding it. Well, I have like majority. I have about halfway of the entire thing welded right now. Mm-hmm. And I was welding today. I got off work early. Didn't have anything to do until we started recording. So I just did been welding for two and a half hours. Slacker. And <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Love you. <laughs> I uh yeah, I caught my truck on fire. That's phenomenal. From from welding. You just you made molten I, hot lava I, and then it yeah, just fell into your yeah. truck. It, and here's it, my... No, it fell onto the dashboard yeah. of my truck. And so I feel something like really warm because I'm sitting where the windshield goes, <laughs> welding the top of the windshield. God damn it, and I feel something really warm on Why, the right my right leg. Why is my ass on fire? And I'm like, man, yeah, it's, it's getting hot in here. That's weird. It's it's not like it's you know because I've had a couple of them like drop down onto like my pant leg and yeah. they just get caught and they sear through. Yeah, they kind of yeah. suck a little and bit. And it's like, oh, oh, fuck, yeah, right. And then you you know, it's like, all which. right, we're fine now. Keep going. <laughs> and but this was like, man, my right leg is really really warm, <laughs> and I'm under my welding hood and just like well, you're it's, it's just black yeah. and right. bright. And I look down, and I'm like, oh, oh, fuck. Fire, fire, fire. <laughs> and, yeah, so, I mean, it was it was, it was was minor. It was minor damage to the plastic on the dashboard. Old in fire pit. <laughs> no way. Did you fall in? <laughs> no, I was stoking the fire, but I've had that jacket for like oh. eight years. Remember oh. that? Oh, I think you oh, were yeah. there, and it had flames up my I, shoulder. I, 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 I had to know. grab walking... Blake and help put him out. <laughs> So I remember this. Yeah, it started from my. So I know what you went through. Yeah, I was on my fire. my work uniform has a nice solid like creased line. Oh, I told down you about around my thigh get some leather and my chaps. knee really quickly. Down my calf. I told you about the story at Lake Stevens High School, right? So uh, one of the so when you do you done plumbing, right? Mm-hmm. You're half inch copper stub outs for any sink or whatever. Okay. We're doing a gang bathroom and we're just really quickly soldering these things on. Mm-hmm. And this Sorry, will be re- what? Gang stub gang. outs stub outs for what's called a yeah. gang bathroom oh, okay <laughs> you know gang not sh- something i could find on pornhub no <laughs> oh. St- your stereotypical your stereotypical bathroom for a sports team you know there's showers in the middle there's locker rooms around you know so it is something i could find on Pornhub. yes it is. <laughs> um, so but my my journeyman is really quickly soldering up these pipes and I go over to walk next to him to get stuff out of the way and to help him out real quick. What I forgot to realize is he, and this is his fault, he left the map gas bottle on. Oh, God. On purpose, because he was just going to pick it back up. Well, when I went over to help him, I start grabbing stuff, and I feel the back of my leg start burning. Like, what the fuck? And I look around, and he's got the map gas bottle, and it's blowing right at the back of my leg. And I am within inches of this thing, and it is getting singeing me. Mm -hmm. And he's like, did you just walk into that flame? I was like, well, first off, you're not supposed to put that bottle down while it's still running. <laughs> Secondly, yes. And he started laughing. He fell on concrete. Yeah. He's, he's, we're on Frasier. concrete. And he lays Frasier. down laughing. And he goes, he goes, do me a favor. 
Never tell anybody that story. Right. No, Too late. Go, everybody. Well, <laughs> I will, a thousand people know it now. Yeah. I'm going to say this. You're the dumbass that walked into the fucking flame, I, but he's the dumbass who left the flame. You're not supposed to right. just leave a torch running in the middle of a... Anyway. Agreed. Why? Why not? Do we you have to why tell you? Why, why were you and your truck on fire today? Because everything in that truck is made out of asbestos. Idiot! <laughs> Why? I was doing my job. I was doing what I needed to do. You should anyway, have had adult supervision. Good boy. <laughs> I need an adultier adult to supervise me. Then. Anyway, thank you. I As you been. kicked the team too. <laughs> you retard! <laughs> he just... <laughs> Here Wait, I was trying to wrap up the podcast, and he just kicked that leg as hard my as he could. My shin. <laughs> no, that was, was his toe. toe. He kicked my mic. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I didn't like your toe anyway. You are riding the short bus from now on. Yeah, hey, I can drive you. <laughs> I have pictures of me ri- yeah, driving free t- free the short right. bus. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank oh. you for listening to another installment of this retarded program. It's always a fun episode with Blake. Thank you yes. for Snowtown Brewery for... for for providing us with the booze. Thank you. Thank you, Max, for kicking the fucking table and making Wait, us laugh. You're welcome for providing you entertainment value. Right. Are you not entertained? Yeah. And Thank it, you, Blake, for showing up. Well, just remember, if you want to kiss your honey, but her nose is a little runny, you think it's rather funny? Well, it's not. Ah. <laughs> Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook and share us with your friends and family that you dare share this program to. Don't share it to your mother. Please no. don't shit on anybody's trees. <coughs> no, please do if they're a dick. <laughs> yeah, if they're a fucking asshole, just shit in their yard. If they're a Richard, maybe? Yeah, right. Yeah, if they're a Karen or a... And or a cow. Or a and Cody. Off you fuck. <laughs>